so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. Picture at Los Angeles 2017. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it and we actually have guests over today. We do have guests yeah, today. Yeah, we'll get to them though. And uh, <laughs> we just watched season five, episode 13, Mary Has a Little Lamb, which aired on January 6th, 1990, which is the first episode of the 90s, yeah. by the way. Mary was preggers. Uh, yeah, this is the one where a 16 year old girl comes over and she's <sighs> pregnant and we're all supposed to care about her even though we've never met her before. Um, <laughs> before we get into this, oh, and um, Blanche uh, is writing love letters with a criminal. Um, Which I I actually encourage and want to do more of. I well, you also have a true crime podcast, so yes. you do. You, are those new glasses? Uh, no, they're my cheap ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I like them very much. Thank you. Even um, they can't see them. I know, but I should. <laughs> I know that's that's. But they they're like. Wait, what we'll are, take the picture. I mean, see glasses the picture. on your face, not yes. like drinking glasses. Yeah. Um I want to very quickly apologize because well, first, so this episode on the DVD. Yeah. The title of it says Mary had a little lamb, but on the IMDb page it says Mary has a little lamb. So we're calling this episode Mary has I bet a it little was lamb. Some lonely, but, lonely dude who like just wanted it to be called that, and he got onto IMDb. Well, it's and, also like, made that's it the that. name of the song. You know, Mary oh, yeah. had. That's the name of the nursery rhyme. I don't know. It was a screw up, but I'm only saying that because. The last two episodes I've incorrectly named because of <laughs> fatigue. I was so tired that I yeah. called Ebb Tide, Ebb Tide's Revenge. Yeah. And I called Have Yourself a Very Little Christmas, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And fans of the podcast pointed it out. And I just want to yeah. say I apologize. I feel terrible. Well, Carrie, as a fan, apology <gasps> Who's not that? accepted. <laughs> apology not accepted. Let's let's introduce that's, our that's, guests. That's pretty much on par. They don't like it when we screw up. No. They, they, they get very particular. Um, so we have two very two. special guests. One is a voice that you may have heard before. I think besides Elliot Glazer and... I think that's it. Besides Elliot Glazer, you may be the only person that has been on this podcast like three times. Well, Alan, I'm honored. Yeah. I'm honored to be here a third time. Thank this you is so Brent much Sullivan, for having me. you guys, past guests, <laughs> the second guest on this podcast. That's yeah. right, actually. Guest number uh, two. And another good, good friend who I have been talking with for a very long time to be on this podcast because it is a rare find. We, f- we had this with Joe DeRosa. Mm-hmm. It's a rare find to find a heterosexual man. Mm-hmm. Who enjoys the Golden Girls <laughs> and actually can talk about it in a way that has the knowledge that's just not repeating old information. He's in it. He's with it. This man is that man. Jesse Pop. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just emas- demas- do emasculate? Do, 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 do you really think it's that rare that a straight guy? It is. It I really just is. assume anyone, I, any friend of yours, H. Allen, who comes over, a male who comes over, who's a fan of the show who's coming to the podcast, I just assume is gay. Yeah. Because yeah. it is such a thing. It's, it's a, it's, I mean, yeah. it's a, it's, that's the demographic that usually enjoys the show, but there are straight men who love the Golden Girls. I mean, they respond, sure. they're on the, they're on the, they're on the, you know, Facebook page. And I well, love I was it. saying earlier, I, I always think, because uh, I've said this before, and I know it's a little controversial, but I do like to throw the disclaimer up right up, yeah. right up front. I don't love the Golden Girls. Mm. Yeah. But I really like it. Yeah. I also thought, just objectively speaking, uh, as a child of, um, 
the 90s, and of course, these days I would be lying and say I was raised yeah. in the 2000s, but <laughs> yeah. uh, as a child, uh, to be fair, of the 90s, I felt like the reruns of Golden Girls were comparable to Cheers, mm. uh, and that they was, it's just, it's actually a funny show, Yeah, you know, whereas no, like Growing like, Pains was kind of like a... Like a soap opera, like who's the boss? There were yeah. like soap operas that they were, were kind of soothing, comedies. but they weren't great comedies. Yeah, these uh, had like Mona. <laughs> Sorry, I had, right. had you in the tone of You're right. No, Golden Girls had the credentials of top talent, and there's a reason why so many people like. I think it was Terry Hughes who mm. also did Cheers, did the Golden Girls. I mean, top talent crossed over to work on the Golden Girls sure. from shows like Cheers and The Cosby Show and Roseanne. I mean, there were so many people flipping back and forth between these shows that we remember as being iconic and amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's why and the Golden Girls And of course, we all know that. that, you know, Betty White went on to star in House of Cards. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. Wouldn't that if be I great? If I come up with a better show, she was on House of Cards? It would be amazing if she was on House of Cards. Ooh, we should start that campaign, um, Fuck Saturday Night Live. To get into this episode, I just have to say it's very interesting to have an episode where the problem is centered around an outside character that we've literally never met before. It's so bizarre. It's, 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 I think it's something of 80s TV. You were saying that during the pod or during the, when we were watching it, you know? I, I, for a minute there was like, Wondering if they were trying to do another spinoff, like if if the girls were going to leave, oh, yeah. and yeah. we were going to be left with Mary and her father God. Fred, who's a very but angry man. I do <sighs> think we always forget, at least I do, uh, that like TV, like what post two thousand five, yeah. is so different than back then when like every single episode was yeah. in a vacuum. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, The Simpsons made yeah. fun of that the most, where they would kind of like reference or not reference mm-hmm. you know previous things that had happened to them, but but like. You know, every episode's in a vacuum, and so all you have to do is you just have to say, oh, yeah, this is our our neighbor girl who I, you know, held her hand when her mom died. And you're like, what? (laughs) What what pilot are you writing? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like only yesterday you were selling us cookies. (laughs) And they're like, okay. Or or like with, what's her name? Uh, Oh, Daisy. Yeah, Daisy. It was just a random... Well, but Daisy... She was a big storyline. No, she wasn't. That was about Rose and and, and something being taken from Rose. This is is a big emotion, a big emotional story. Here's here's the one thing I think that's great about it is that we've all known for the whole series that um, Dorothy was accidentally impregnated as a teenager from it's like a, a reckless night with Stan. It's a constant line this of jokes. This is something we know. So yeah. it's it's almost nice to see Dorothy able to give advice and provide guidance to someone in the same situation. Yeah. And I wonder if that's where this story was born from. They wanted to like tap into that in another way and say like, well, who's someone that like Dorothy could relate to and you know, you know and give that guidance to? It could have also been a thing that because they did that, we we know from a past guest, Sean Sheps, who played the first Becky mm-hmm. on on the Golden Girls, uh, Blanche's daughter, it's that so, oh, they something. they had theme nights on NBC sometimes where there was like a storyline that that oh, right. that went all night. So like if it was like they had some big TV movie that dealt with teen pregnancy, the right. storyline would mirror. Right. That that they were pushing for the TV movie. I also that night. wondered while watching it. I wondered if if it was something if it if they wanted to make it a little bit racier, oh. uh, but they just didn't get clearance from the censors, and so they made yeah. it sort of a toned down. I wonder because they didn't talk Could about abortion. T- yeah, I, and I no, was of course yeah. so excited, but I knew <laughs> I knew that the oh, Golden so Girls had never addressed abortion. Episode. Yeah, you know. <laughs> of course, Brent's going to be excited about the abortion girl <laughs> yeah, and Golden Girls episode. Yeah, it is episode. interesting that that <laughs> well, what can I say? That, that was not. 
even a, that that was not a topic of discussion at all. It's interesting because remember when um, remember when Blanche's niece came. Yeah. Um, oh, why am I blanking on her name with the ovary pants? Oh, yeah, yeah, with Grace Helbig was the guest that episode. I forget her name, oh, too. Oh, the fans are going to yeah. be screaming her name right now. She wore um, these jeans that had ovaries on them. No, you don't just say she had these jeans. That, she had these jeans, like, like, Jordache jeans, and they had, there was, like, a white mark of, like, they were where like it was, faded the jean was ovaries. washed. Was they faded. were faded ovaries. They were and they were in the shape ovaries. of ovaries. They were clearly ovaries. Oh, those same jeans. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course you did. Of course you did. It, it accentuates <laughs> a package. <laughs> Oh. Um, yeah, just, remember but, Slater's jeans from yes. Saved by the Bell? Yeah, they were just like for that. A second. They always they always had two belt with two sets of belt loops. Yeah, they were like never seen that they before were like in my life. Jeans. They were horrifying. Lucy. Yeah. Lucy. Sorry, Lucy. that was her name. Lucy. Um, Should we get into this episode, though? Yes. Let's do so, it. So uh, Blanche has been writing love letters to a guy in prison named Merrill. I'm all <laughs> about this. I recently wrote a letter to Lyle Menendez, I'm proud <laughs> oh, to say. Really? Well, yes. After the ABC doc, I had do to do it. Do you think he's good looking? Yes. He I turned think out they're to be, so overrated. No. you do. You, have you seen recent pictures of him? No. Because have you recent, seen Elian Gonzalez recently, by the way? Yes, Side I track. He's not in jail. <laughs> no. yes, he is a how old is he? He's, he's an adult certainly now. of age. Oh, he's I know like he's of age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I you like... said that in a little accusatory way. <laughs> oh, I apologize. Yeah. I didn't mean bit. to. I just my my mind went to baby child. That would have been and I... such a good storyline on the Golden Girls. Um, but no, he, Lyle Menendez is very attractive right now. He has True. sort of like a he's like grown in like he was ugly as a youngster, you know, but he grew into his yeah. like well, masculinity. Like Blanche, oh. did you write? Were you writing, like, love poems? No, I didn't write him a love poem. I just was basically, like, I just wrote him, like, a normal letter and hoping for a response. I've been talking about this a lot. I think I might be able to rally some people into making now, this happen. Now, is he a fan of the Golden Girls? <laughs> you know, you could, uh... I don't know if they get that channel in prison. Um, I mean, he only gets an hour a week of television. <laughs> really? So That's what ABC said. Oh, wow. So Yikes. I don't think he's watching the Golden Girls. Here's where I think Blanche made a mistake. I understand that, um, you know, the women are a little concerned that she's writing letters to a man in prison. But she says, you know, he's he's there for 20 or more years for armed robbery. Um, Which just seems like a, an excessive sentence. No. For armed robbery? Armed, armed robbery sometimes can be. No. I mean, if he murdered at, someone, no, sure. No, 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 but armed robbery, going into a bank with a gun and stealing money from a bank, you 20 years? You can rehabilitate years? that person in 10. Well, I mean, I, That's I not think what you it's and about, I would agree. <laughs> I mean, it could, is about but, rehabilitation. Some people can't be rehabilitated. Okay. Uh, d- different podcast. Definitely not, yeah. Meryl. <laughs> Point, points aside, I... I think that she should have used a P.O. box. Oh, that's smart. And did, yeah. I forget, did it mention how they met? Did she just No, re- I don't think it did, did it? No. No, no I, I guess know. she just, maybe yeah, she did. was a part of like a, like a pin pal type group, because that, yeah. was, that was a thing in the 80s. And our, our, For sure. Another past guest of the podcast, Elliot, was, I think he mentioned something about being on a pin pal thing. Well, well yeah, like do. when you're in school, but. I'm sure there's a pin pal for people in prison. Do you think she likes, she was like at the museum and they have like a cork board with flyers and it was like right to a, a local prisoner? Yeah, you know, keep them company. I mean, you just communicate. Like, they're still people. I'm not saying he's not a person. Yeah. Just, so, um, so then Mary, yes. there's a knock on the door, and um, we meet Mary, who, oh. again, is a girl who we're supposed to be very emotionally invested in, because it sounds like yes. she's a girl who, it's she's their neighbor? 
Yeah, Did she's she's. Like- but it, so as we get into the episode, we learn that Mary is sort of a child of the neighborhood, and uh, you know they she's come over to the house a bunch of times. We've never seen her before. Um, she's you know these women have played sort of like a, a mother figure because her mother is not there. Right, and like when so, her mother was sick, she would exactly. stay at their house. So the mom clearly had died, and that she would you know go over and they'd be sort of mm-hmm. a grandmother mother figure, and which is sweet. Now the woman who plays um, so Mary is played by Julie McCullough, which I know her from Growing Pains, right? Yes. She was Kirk yeah. Cameron. Okay, yes. yeah, that's who she was. Yes. Yeah. And um, she's now a stand-up comic, traveling stand-up comic, living in Florida. We have messaged with her, and when she's in Los Angeles, we will have her on the show. It would have been great if we, uh, if we could have gotten her for this episode. I know, but we'll talk about it. I mean, she'll get the special episode. Oh, yeah, it'll be great. I also yeah. love... Um, that this is the first episode of the 90s, and she walks in with that yellow Walkman from yeah. the 90s yes. that just screams 90s. It was like yeah. Doogie Hauser 101. What? Doogie Hauser. He would walk around with like a headphone thing a lot. Yeah. He had walk. He had a walk. A yellow Walkman. Yes. He had like a oh. Walkman thing. Yeah. Okay. I always had a weird crush on his gross friend. Oh, the, Vinny? Yes. yes. Vinny? Yes, I did too. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I did too. But, yeah, Something but about it, small it, dudes, was, guys. But I also had a crush on the younger brother on growing You just pain, wish he so. would come in through your... Jeremy Miller? Through your, yes, uh, I had a crush on Jeremy window. Miller. Hey, Doog. <laughs> hey, Brent. With his like, what you doing, Brent? Ratty ass teeth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't he have gross teeth? I remember him having did bad teeth. Did you ever teeth. watch the Golden Girls? I did. I did. <laughs> All oh, of yeah. all of Brent's sides are like, what about this other show? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna reel it back in, guys. Oh, so no, it's great. Um, you made Jesse uncomfortable. No, I apologize, <laughs> oh, Jesse. No, yeah. Before we started, I was like, we're so relaxed and laid back. You can literally talk about anything you want. And then I just like slapped everybody on the wrist. So Sophia walks out. Mary's yes. sitting on the couch, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, hi, Mary. How's the baby?" Yeah, so Sophia just knows. Mm-hmm. Sophia, she got she got some sixth sense baby shit going on, and she can tell that that girl is well because she said that's the same look of panic that Dorothy had on her face when she, look she was panic. pregnant. As she a did teen. not look that's, that. That's panicked. why I, I wasn't I wasn't in love. Are we allowed to be critical? I Please. wasn't in love yeah. with that scene because it was like. As someone <laughs> who who does you know write, yeah. you're like that's a little rushed, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to well, instantly can, walk in. And, I think it could have been the scene could have played out exactly how how it did, but I think they could have given Mary different lines to convey right, a rushed right. sort of sense. You know what I mean? Well, you know the, the classic eighties trope. The classic eighties <laughs> trope would be uh, the Freudian slip. Yes. Yes. You know? I went to the baby today. Oh no! <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think of anything wrong. Oh no! I what can't have a baby. Baby, um, shady, shady, uh, shady, lady, lady. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, you get the idea. Yeah. 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 So yeah. no, she didn't look stressed. But whatever. We learned that she's pregnant, and Dorothy. She hasn't told her dad. She hasn't told her dad because he's not going to understand. And, and the girls take yeah. sympathy on her, and they they let her stay at the house just like the old days. Yeah. The women say that they'll take care of her, which. Just goes to show the women. Also, it seems like they're going a little (sighs) past, like, they should probably call her father first before they say you can stay here. Yeah. Yeah, she's a 16-year-old. She's a 16-year-old girl. Like, that feels like irresponsible of an adult to do. Like, if if I knew, if if a child of a friend comes over to my place and says, I need a place to stay, I, of course, would say, yes, you could stay here, but I would definitely communicate that with the father. Absolutely. Right. You know? Yeah, because they don't really talk to him until, what, like the next day? Yeah. Or, yeah. I think there yeah. is a line in the kitchen, maybe, that they called. They called him. Yeah. Dorothy, at some point, tries to call him, and he doesn't pick up. Yeah. Um, 
But what I like is that. What a dickhead dad. <laughs> Wait, so he, I'm sorry, he didn't know she was pregnant. She says that she hasn't yet told her dad because ever since so her mom died, she's had a hard time talking to him. Yeah. So then when does he find out? But, I don't right. know. Does, I don't think it, they have, we ever find out when he finds no, out. Because no, in that scene, I don't want to jump ahead, but then when yep, they're talking to right. him, he says that he knew. Yeah. So right. I don't know. What's, when did he find out? I don't think they ever addressed that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going through my notes. I'll let you know if I hit it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe maybe they did and we just missed it. Maybe we were thinking about family matters. Um, but it, <laughs> it reminds me how the women are always ready to take care of a baby when yes. it's presented to them. Yeah, like when sure. Blanche thinks that she's pregnant, when she's actually they going through menopause, they're like, oh, this is great. We're going to take care of the baby. Yeah. yeah. The other time when they're babysitting a baby during like that marathon and the parents, yeah. they think the parents left the baby they're like all right we have a baby now yeah you know when baby the pig comes I'm they're ready such to keep a baby, baby person i can i can handle a baby really they don't talk it's like the most yeah, basic they cry thing and scream Who gives a fuck that's great i'd rather than screaming and crying than actually communicate and make me deal with things you see i i want like 12 and up like well, 12 I, I, yeah. I, want, I want to be like i want to be like a foster parent for like like a troubled sixteen year old, and then I like I but I like shake his hand real firmly, and like that sets the tone for the next two years. I want to get, get a, I want to get like a six year old or something. Guys, I want to get someone guys. who like because you know everybody wants a puppy. You, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah, right. This is the height of privilege to say you want a child <laughs> at a certain age <laughs> because you don't want to deal with the shit that comes with them at a different age. It is called taking in a needy child, a child who needs you regardless right. of what yeah, they. Are. Don't worry, I'm going to be. Dead long before this even comes to fruition, so please don't worry. This episode about it. comes out tomorrow. Don't die before that. <laughs> anyway, that night, Blanche learns um, that Merrill's sentence has been overturned yes. and he's getting out. He's out of prison and he's on his way to Miami. Which, if I've learned one thing from following the Adnan Syed case, it's when your sentence gets overturned, you don't just get to leave, like, that day. Well, Maybe. I don't think it was overturned. I think he got out. Yeah. It was says it? his sentence has been overturned. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. sorry. Through the Innocence Project. His <laughs> DNA. <was> yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's interesting. So it, but when it was overturned, but he's clearly... A monster. Yeah, he's clearly nuts. He's clearly nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but so I imagine. So if it was for armed robbery, I'm. Uh, and you have to wonder. Maybe, this is 1990. How far have they come with like DNA and stuff? They weren't no, there. No. At that um, point. Maybe the parole board, because OJ Simpson's case was really where DNA really right, took but off. But there's no. This isn't a um, parole board. His sentence has been overturned. It's maybe like he's out on whoever parole. decided it realized 20 years was excessive. It was probably it could have been some sort of procedural thing or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. But then if that were the case, wouldn't he just go back to then jail as if he this were awaiting LA law? to FYI, see if a new... Um, the golden girl. Okay, I'm just... <laughs> you know me. I like to, I like to ask questions. Covering all the bases. Covering all the bases. CSI. Covering all the bases, Carrie. Hey, I brought your arm mug, which Thank you, you left. I know, and I broke at the and live show. We, yeah. yeah, the guys, the Golden Girls live show when we... The, it went so this, well. Or last week. It went mm. so great, but the arm mug got broken in I'll the process. Fix it. <sighs> <laughs> Um, Sophia had a great joke where um, she says, uh, when she's talking about Meryl, she says, after 10 years in the joint, he's going to be pretty short on foreplay. That is hot. <laughs> Wait, so I, I, I actually, I thought that was really funny, but I, 
Is the reference that he hasn't fucked and therefore yeah. he'll be sensitive, or that he like wants to? Or fuck he just wants to fuck a woman. He just wants to cut yeah. to the because chase. Because it's a runner yeah. a bit. Because he when then fast forwarding a little bit, but when he gets there, he like uh, will basically flirt with all of the women, whoever's in front of him. Like mm-hmm. that's how much he just right. wants to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which I mean, we all it. know that's not how it works. No, what? We all know they fuck in the showers. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Why'd you look at me when you said I, that? <laughs> <laughs> I have a cousin who spent time in prison. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, for like five years, and I asked, I was like, "How many? How many of the dudes in the Missouri prison? So we're talking like meth prison, right? Yeah. How many of the dudes like fucked?" And he was like, as many as you think. Yeah. Like, I was legit thinking that a lot of dudes would just, like, just take it once. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah. There's, there's, usually they, they coordinate uh, the gay prisoners off oftentimes into, yeah. like, different sections and, and like, medical sections. I mean, literally, they go out of their way to, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 to separate right. so that it isn't, it isn't happening. So I don't think it happens all that much. That said, Oz was a transformational television series for me in my sexual identity. <laughs> Christopher Maloney's Maloney, I can't. You've talked a lot about Christopher Have Maloney I? on this podcast. Well, yeah. I'm gonna I, you guys can DM me and I'll share a really inappropriate gift with you of Christopher mm. Maloney. I think I sent it to you. No, I didn't. I think I've probably seen yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we get a really sweet scene between uh Dorothy and Mary, who's like again reminding us that we should you know, assign some importance to her by being like, oh, wow, being back in this bedroom, like, brings back so many memories, and, oh, I remember when you used to hold my hand before I went to sleep, and... It feels so detached. It does. It doesn't... It does. There's something about... There's something about, I think, the relationship between the two, between Mary and Dorothy, that, like... And I think it's the writing, but it, it doesn't feel because I think I think both of their acting and Dorothy's fine, of course. And I think even oh my gosh, Mary's and Mary, doing, she's yeah, she's, she's amazing. But I, I yeah, love her. In this I think she, I think she's she's doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing. But it's the writing that there's it doesn't feel like I'm feeling a history between them. Well, I, I don't think yeah, it's when, the like writing. When, I think it's just the fact that we've literally never met her before. But you could write that. But it's also like I know what you mean. Where like when that moment where she's like, uh, you know, um, Mary says to B, she's like, you "Used to hold my hand when my mom was sick," and yeah. B's like, "Yes, I did." And then like very jiltedly, like kind of it, reaches like across sort of the like, empty bed to hold her yes. hand. It's very gilding, uh, gilding the uh, you know Lily a bit. Like she could just be the neighborhood girl, but now it's like, remember right. how we've been close friends right. for many years, and it yeah. just feels a little <laughs> right. I mean, you can solve that, I think, simply by saying like. Yeah, after mom died, I didn't come around a lot because it got really hard. Or, like, you could, like, you literally could solve the tension of that moment and of it not being an historical thing on the show and by saying, like, why she hasn't been around. Like, that's the one line. That would actually help me. I think if that was her, like, that's the place she's coming from is this is someone who used to be around a lot, but they haven't seen her. Yeah, actually. This is going to be my submission as a packet now for other shows. It's also kind of funny. I can fill those roles. This is inherent, I think, in just sitcoms of the era, but, like, if you'll notice when B's in the bedroom, every yeah. two lines she shifts basically to move. Yes. To leave. Yeah. And, you know, it, it makes sense because that's, that's how sitcoms work. She yeah. says a line, she turns her body, she says a line, she goes to the door, she goes, yeah. comes back to the bed, goes yeah. to the door. But <clears throat> if you were Mary, you'd be like, why are you leaving me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. pregnant and terrified. Please yeah. sti- stick be, around for more than two minutes. That should have yeah. been the name of the episode, Pregnant and Terrified. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have, yeah. 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 Um, 
But yeah, it, I mean, it is a sweet, it's a sweet moment where Dorothy says that, um, you know, because I think at this point we assume Mary maybe still hasn't spoken to her father. And yeah. she says that, um, you know, when her dad found out, when Sal found out that she was pregnant, he chased Stan three blocks with a salami because <laughs> they don't leave marks. Um, but she says that she really needed her dad. You could probably then. really hurt someone with a salami. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like oh, if yeah. you have, if it's a, th- if it's like a, a frozen salami for what's, sure. Well, definitely a fro- anything frozen you could hurt someone with. But if you had ice like, cream. Oh, ice. Well, oh, but sure. hard ice cream, you probably could <laughs> throw it at someone's head. Um, but if you like had like, styrofoam what's ice the cream. summer sausage that you get with the little cheese in the packets at Christmas? Like what are the, the, what? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Summer yeah, sausage? there's like it comes in a wrap thing. You don't have to refrigerate it until you open it. Like, yeah, you know what I'm talking. Yeah, I you do. know. Yeah, yeah. well, if that shit, like, you could really beat someone with it. Yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah, sure. you can kill. You could beat someone to death with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. True. True. Okay, that's for the other podcast. (laughs) That's for talking. So, (laughs) so there's so now, now we all know Meryl's coming. Sophia's hiding the valuables. um, Yes, and Dorothy is you know trying to be the voice of reason. This is a good bit. Look, like you know the man was in prison, but you know he's just a guy, and everything's fine. Dorothy's me in this moment. Uh, love letters to Blanche, and he's a yeah. poet, and this and that. She's being the voice of reason, and she opens the door, and standing there is Meryl, who Meryl's kind of hot. How would you describe you Meryl? Think so? yeah. He looks like somebody from like Forensic Files. <laughs> <laughs> he's in. Well, at least he wasn't wearing like the striped pajamas, yeah, like he, right, like, with the ball and chain. Like yeah. he just got. No, he looks like a creepy. Yep. You know, yep. He where looks you, like. Where are you from, Jesse? Uh, Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As is Brent. Oh, yeah, he just looks like a central casting creep. Yeah, <laughs> yes. A central casting creep. <laughs> and they open the door I think and he's he just kind of hot. He has that sort of like, like he's wearing like. Yeah, he's fit for like a 45-year-old. He's fit for a 45. He's a little bit balding and it's kind of cute and nice and like. He's, yeah. He's sort of. He's, he's, he well, it's spreads, still TV. He spreads you know? his legs really wide. Like he looks hot, like, 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 a, like a Danny Zuko T-bird. Like, yeah. You're, like, you know, 15 years He's later. the kind of guy that'll choke you during sex but you'll like it sure he's probably like a Shakespearean actor and yeah like, I know his pretend, I know. You, pretend you just busted out of the joint <laughs> and he's like uh, fine Blanche. I will do it it's my mission it's like Pepe <laughs> they yeah they open the door and he's standing there and he literally just goes I want Blanche yeah <laughs> oh yeah. god and Sophia goes break out the finger sandwiches Mr. Dale looks like he's hungry <laughs> which is such a great line and then he goes and he winds up flirting with both of them well first he Forces his way in. They yeah. start closing the door. Yeah, that felt yeah, 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 puts weird. puts his arm out and just breezes right in. I mean, in. that's what I would do if I was a prisoner and I wanted some sex. I mean, they seem oddly. No, he wouldn't. It's weird <laughs> no? that it's. I mean, it's a show, but like they don't seem as unsettled as they should be. Well, yeah. This guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think like, they're trying to keep their cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I the like the physicality of Sophia. Like holding on to Dorothy's arm and just like following her, and then when Dorothy well, sits on the chair, she just sits with her in the chair, and they're yeah. just both like scrunched in it's together. More like they, I loved they it. They do this, yeah. They do this sort of moving in unison thing that I feel like they've done before on the show, and I'm just not remembering the episode. But um, and, and them scrunched together in that chair, I think, says everything about their demeanors are cool, but they're not cool. Yeah, yeah. They're not mm. cool right now at yeah. all. 
Yeah. And uh, Merrill reveals he didn't actually write those love letters. Yeah. Um, his buddy wrote them to Harley the Night Guard. Yes. Um, so Which, I mean, what's happening with the Night Guard? Because the Night Guard can leave the prison at night. So, like, he doesn't need the prison sex the way these prisoners do. Right. Well, no. He was writing the letters to, like, get movie privileges or something. That's why he was trying to woo the was Night Harley Guard. Was Harley a... a wanting love from the prisoners because that's what the poem sounded like. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> that's what it implied to me. Yeah. It implied, implied to some homosexuality. I don't know. Sure. Um, <laughs> we learned that him and Dorothy have the same nickname, Moose, which is very yes. great. Yeah. Um, well, there's a then, funny bit where, um, you know, Sophia says Moose and both Harley and, and Dorothy respond, uh, yeah, yes. One of the best jokes. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And yeah. then uh, Blanche, Rose, and Mary come back from shopping. Yes. And um, Blanche has a very good, like, fun physical moment where uh, they're like, oh, you know, who's your friend? And she's like, oh, this is Meryl. And yeah. Blanche sits down on the couch next to him and goes like, oh, well, how are you, Meryl? And then immediately jumps up. and Which is a, a Blanche, like, Blanche has multiple episodes where her physicality is, like, out there, you know, like she responds with her body in a really yeah. fun way in many episodes, which I think a lot of the other women don't necessarily do. Yeah. But Blanche is pretty great at it. And yeah. they try I to think of the I think of the shrimp line. Yeah, of course, shrimp yeah. is yeah the biggest. Yeah, yeah it's the best. Um, and oh god, I wish I was dead. <laughs> um, so the women all try to convince him that you know Blanche isn't here, and yeah. we don't ever think she'll be back, and you wouldn't like her anyway because she's ugly and she has wrinkles. And well, so. Paint this better because it's actually a good bit. Like this is this is a fun. Uh, Rose is Rose finally is for once in her life, her her beautiful little life is clued into the, what's happening here. You know what I mean? Like she's not she's not being an idiot. She's actually yeah, she usually isn't. In she's on actually the bit, in yeah. on what's going on and what needs to be done to protect everyone in the room. So she's she's downplaying Blanche. She's saying, "Oh, Blanche is ugly. Oh, Blanche is this." And <coughs> as she's saying, Blanche is ugly. Blanche is fat. Blanche is all these things. Blanche is getting a Offended. And Blanche is like, she is not. She is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, it, it, it just shows the vanity of Blanche, A. Eh? And and it's it's fun to see Rose kind of not be dumb for once and actually get in on the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. But because of doing that, Meryl now is all like, well, I'll be, tell her I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants some of that puss. Yeah. <gasps> I had to. Because okay. it's Meryl. I mean, Meryl's a puss. <laughs> like he, Meryl is not a gentleman. Yeah, Meryl's going to be like, give me some of that pussy. Yeah. Yeah, he would, he would <laughs> almost certainly use the word pussy. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> can't look at me. Well, yeah. no, you pride yourself as someone who doesn't speak about You're women right, that way. You're right, I don't. Way. I don't, but I am channeling Meryl in this moment. Mm-hmm. This Please is a Meryl response. We're talking to next con here, guys. Yes. Um, I've served. Do you want to say the thing that Blanche says after he leaves? Oh, and that she's stupid, 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 stupid. Because you were quoting it when we were watching yeah. it. You were yeah. quoting it right along with Blanche. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy (laughs) and Sophia go over to Mary's house to talk to Fred. Okay. This house, this house looks like a house from Maine. It looks like. You think so? Yeah. It did not look like a Miami house to me at all. What what does that mean? What is a Miami house? A Miami house is going to have like bright colors, I feel. Sure. Or it's going to be white. And it's, it's, I mean, this is a, this is a, a widower. 
Yeah, but still, I feel like I mean, maybe I'm defined a little bit by the Golden Girls, but I I see wicker. I see like yeah, I see strike yeah, yeah, me. like pastels and wicker chairs. Yeah, and, and I see like, like plants. I see Rose lots of plants. Moved in with those other women, like the flight attendants yeah. and stuff. There's like, a look that a Miami tropical. has in terms of architecture that I don't feel like this house represented. It was too. It was too I'm like with mid-century. You. It felt a little New Englandy to yeah, me too. Yeah. Sure. Well, I guess I was put in my place. <laughs> Mary Dad Fred Sorry. is a very angry man. Oh, yeah. I from thought like he the, was like, yeah, from like the free. He's like, "What do you want?" Yeah, man, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's so just rude the whole time. Do you need to take that phone no, call? No, we're fine. Okay, I think we're fine. Okay, I'm expecting a very important phone call. From who? I can't even say. <laughs> Meryl. From Oprah? <laughs> no, oh, God. No, no, no. <laughs> From no. Lyle Menendez? From Meryl. No. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's um, exciting. It's very exciting. So. <sighs> and you guys will listen. You'll hear all about it, too, soon. Listening. So they go over to Fred. They, they go over to talk to Fred, who's being incredibly rude. I guess, yeah, at this point, he knows uh, that Mary is pregnant. And um, Sophia comes right out and says it. She's like, you think because Mary got herself pregnant, she's a slut. Yeah. Like, that's why he's upset with her. Um, and then Sophia calls Dorothy a slut a couple times, and she says slut a couple more times. Um, and Dorothy tells Fred how she remembers how scared she was when she found out she was afraid her dad would hate her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mary's only 16, and she needs you. And then Dorothy tells... A Saint Olaf story. story. Now I could not follow the fucking Saint Olaf story it, for the life of me. It was hard to follow. It was, I followed it just fine. I did not. It was too long. It was too like it, that bit could have been a little bit tighter. No, no. Sure. Okay, so it was a farmer named Neil, yeah. and he had a pig named Brumhilda, a daughter named Fricka, <sighs> and the pig was breeding. And then Fricka started sleeping with the pig breeder. Yeah. And then after a while, he he banished Fricka because she got pregnant. And then he lost interest in the pig company. Yeah. And he ate her. He ate the pig. And then he was all by himself, and he died. Saint Olaf's lonely. Man, yeah, no, it didn't need to be that long. Um, <laughs> I, I, it was, was a breath a of fresh to hear Dorothy tell a Saint Olaf story. I wasn't, I was too. It's a funny bit. The fun, it is funny to hear Dorothy telling a Saint Olaf story. That said, it could be told in a tighter way so that it isn't like, okay, just do the asides. That's yeah, what's I funny honestly here. For, I honestly, I, I knew it was wasn't going to actually be a complex story, but I started getting confused. Well, listening to I got it. confused and, and I got for bored a second, during I'm like, it. What are they talking about? Having sex with a pig? Yeah. But then, of course, they're not. It's, yeah. You know, it's pig breeding and yeah, and then people yeah, yeah. people breeding. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't get it. <sighs> There's also a part where um, because you guys joked earlier that maybe Fred was the father of Mary's baby. Well, Brent jokingly brought that up, but then it started to seem like it could <laughs> it be a possibility. Well, it felt it started, <laughs> it started to feel like maybe there's some incest going on here. Well, no, it was when Dorothy goes to to Fred. She's like, she's 16. She's scared, and she's carrying your. And I honestly thought she was going to say she's carrying your baby, but I she mean, said your grandchild. That's some Chinatown shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. and anyone who gets that reference, I like you. Sure. <sighs> Back of the house, Sophia's tied up with duct tape Sophia over her mouth. Is tied up, but the duct tape isn't t- taped to her face at all. It's like it's done well, in yeah. a circle around her, her yeah. thing, which I know on a sitcom she would not be able to rip that off. But like, just tie they something else around take her face. It off of her. And she was tied up like you would be in like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so 
It's actually it's really dark. I remember when the show started and we're introduced to the, the to the ex-con. It's like, oh, he's going to defy expectations. He's going to be really sent tender or sweet, yeah. or, or he'll say, "You were the reason, you were the you were the reason why I got uh, through prison the way I did." And yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, I was I was genuinely surprised that they show him that that he tied her up because in reality they're talking about a situation in which in real life he probably would have murdered her. Oh, for certain. Because yeah. if he just got out, she knows what he looks like, what his name yeah. is. Yeah. She he would have killed she her. She has yeah. well I guess she doesn't know where he lives. His intentions I'm not were endorsing malicious of right. the murder. <laughs> but I'm just saying <laughs> that's what, what, if, what if someone's what defense happened. for murder is that he heard Jesse on a podcast <laughs> uh, endorsing murder. The Jesse that must defense have been terrifying for Sophia Who's already been on edge well, last about night, Meryl this whole time? Last yeah. night, I, I have a point of reference for this, and I can maybe explain what she was feeling. It, last it, night, it's about Lyle Menendez. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> it's at all. It's about Charles Manson. No, it's not at all. I was watching the um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode where Kim describes what it was like to be held at gunpoint while robbed, and they duct taped her. And you know what? She was scared. Yeah. Was and she? And she just kept thinking. <laughs> I have to call my mom. I have to call. I have to call Courtney. Uh-huh. She has kids. Just yeah. saying. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So so it, it, it is very scared. It must have been terrifying because yes. did he ha- like? Uh, did he force her in that chair and tie her down? Did he have a gun? Did he force her well, to sit down while he tied when, her up? When the girls finally, there is a funny bit where they're all sort of talking and, and Sophia's in the back being like, oh, what the fuck? She didn't make any noise She didn't make either. any noise, which is like, a problem. Mm-hmm. But once they finally see her and they go and they get her, you there is some sort of, you can kind of read into it that, that Dorothy is asking, what did he do to you? Because mm-hmm. there's some sort of question of like, did he assault you? Did he? That's yeah. where I went with that. I felt that there was some sort of questioning about that. Did mm-hmm. you guys notice when the women all ran over to Sophia? Because the way she gets her attention is she like knocks over like yeah. a thing a with flowers in yeah. it. When the women all run over to her, Rose picked like the first thing Rose does instead of help Sophia is picks up the flowers and the thing up off the floor. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. Funny. yeah. <laughs> It's great to see where her priorities are at. I wonder if that's only just because the logistics of three people untying one person is that's so hard. Messy. Yeah, yeah, and so unnecessary. You got to give her something to do. You got to give her something to do. Yeah, maybe they didn't want Estelle to like trip over them when she stood up from that's the chair. That's true. Right. Yeah. Right. Props was like, all right, so we're gonna need one of you women I didn't to follow move the Sophia's lines though. After this, about the music and the yeah. so oh, I didn't boy. get any of that. It seemed like he was like wooing her almost. Like, yeah, music and wine and. Yeah, so he was. What tr- was that about? I didn't understand that either. So he, <sighs> she you? thought he was mm. trying to have sex with her. He, yeah, he gave her white wine. Mm. So he gave her white wine, and she told like him who Blanche really was. Like Blanche was the woman that was here earlier. Yeah, and then he started playing music and stuff, and she tell she told him she tells him where. Um, Blanche keeps her jewelry, which is, I think, like in the, the flower silver, or the in the silver, freezer. The silverware. He also stole the silverware, oh. but she also told him where Blanche keeps her jewelry in her secret hiding spot. So, yeah, I that yeah. is a little weird because it was a weird. I he got her drunk and then he tied her. I don't know. I mean, that is some women's fantasies. Gray, the Fifty Shades of Gray. You know, that's the whole yep. basis of that film. Is yeah. a woman getting off on being tied up? Oh, no, I'm aware. Stan yeah. and I saw it on Valentine's Day. I will never see that film. A couple of yeah. years ago. 
<laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't intrigue me. No, I've I've seen Jamie Dorden 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 in what everyone needs to see him in, which is the Netflix The Fall. Oh yeah, thank uh, you. <laughs> okay. um, you can also Dakota, Google him and put naked behind it and see his dick. Uh-huh. Dakota Johnson <laughs> used to live in my where Stan and I live in our apartment. Oh really? Our apartment. Was she, she used to as live boring there. in person as she is on everything? Oh, I've else? never met her, but she lived there mm. two people before we did. Did she, did she dress up like which a grandma makes it like sound she did like the Oscars? We live in a nice place. I have a thing against Dakota Johnson, apparently. Do you? Oh, yeah. Her grandma's Tippy Hedren. That's nice. So that night, <laughs> here's where we don't really wrap up the Merrill story. Yeah. He calls from jail yes. because he's, I guess, been arrested after stealing Blanche's stuff. But so he's probably been arrested for something unrelated, maybe, you know, stealing from someone else. Yeah. And Blanche, while she's on the phone with him, tells him what she's wearing. Yeah. And then hangs up. And we have no idea if Blanche is going to go down there and get her stuff back. And also, why isn't Blanche mad? Yeah, she doesn't seem to have learned her lesson. She's right. like, no. well, now, well, now that he's back in the joint, we're boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> right. again. I mean, and we won't get our... Some people get off on those power plays. When the women sure. were... When their home was burglarized and Blanche's... A lot of Blanche's stuff was stolen, she was the most upset about it, about losing her precious items and she was the most relieved when they came back it's just very interesting that now she doesn't seem to care well i mean she's alive so that's probably a. I guess i won (laughs) i guess but she sophia was the one who had to experience the unfortunate situation of being tied up by merrill and also wined and dined by yeah but i mean i don't want to be dramatic or anything but in that situation like if someone's got to go i feel like sophia should like volunteer you know sure. what I mean? Because, like, she's the oldest, and, like, like, come on. Give it up. You know? Sure. <laughs> Allow yourself to be murdered. Yeah, that's yeah. a fair point, Alan. <laughs> yeah. That's how most people feel when Let's they're in go, their grand, late 70s and up. Yeah. Well, that's what happened in, in, what is that movie called? What's the one with Jennifer Lawrence? Help me, guys. It was oh, The huge. Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. In the sequel, there was an old lady who she was like, I've lived. And she just jumps into this thing and bursts into flames. Oh. So it's like, if you're old, go. Yeah. Do it. They did yeah. it on Titanic, too. That's, that is actually, I do think that's a fair uh, analogy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So um, Fred so, comes over. Yes. And the, we're all like, oh, right, Mary. Yeah. Also, Mary, you're right. Like, sh- it's... It's interesting that we don't really spend any time, like, we never see, Mary never ha- kind of has to, like, work out in her head, like, it's it's all about just, like, what is my, Mary's problem ends at, what is my dad going to say when yes. he finds out I'm pregnant? It's yes. not like, what am I going to do with the baby? Am I going to stay right. in school? Am I, how am I going to be a single I don't mother? Think the how am I going to emotionally allowed, prepare myself for that? I don't think that? the censors allowed that. Yeah, it wasn't not, like, the only hurdle is no yeah my dad. No. I getting, I why would that be, be okay. a sensor issue well because they didn't tackle it and clearly they could have tackled it no i think it's it was probably a, a story issue that they wanted a, the story to be more about you know the parallel between dorothy having to you know deal with this and her own father versus that's Mary. true they would have had more dialogue between dorothy and sophia about when she was pregnant they would have been able to paint that picture and if that's if that's what they were going for they didn't do it very well because they there's zero zero dialogue between what it was like for 
Dorothy to get pregnant at that age and how Sophia reacted. And there's no diving into that. And so I don't think that was their intention. I honestly don't. I think I think there probably is more to how what, how this script came about than we see. Sure. I just don't think it's like broadcast standards and practices saying like, oh, we we can't have this sixteen year old teen girl. mom. Yeah, 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 we can talk about a well, teen it was mom. Nineteen ninety. I know, but look at the other stuff that they've tackled in the past. This just seems really tame compared. Yeah, to... Yeah, but when you start bringing in children, it's a different ball game. Like they tackled things that happened to them as adult women. You know, like they mm-hmm. chron- they so far they've tackled chronic fatigue syndrome. Right. And they, they may not have wanted to tackle teenage abortion that I sort of get. But yeah. I also think that there's a way that but you that's, can. That's the go to conversation you have when a 16 year old is pregnant. Yeah. She is either going to keep the child or she is going to abort the child or she's going to give it up for adoption. And uh, uh, talking about uh, abortion and talking about adoption are Pretty scandalous things yeah. to talk about for six, involving a 16-year-old girl. Sure. So I, I don't think they would have been able to do and it. And also, thank God, we never have to see Mary again because yeah. they just won't she's have her back gone. on the show. Yeah, she's gone oh, forever. I mean, the beauty of, uh, that's I the beauty of this episode. They wanted a tame way to talk about something heavy, yeah. right? So it's just like, she's got to get the dad to... And it parallels, you know, B. Right, Arthur's it does thing. parallel B. Arthur, yeah. Because right. um, there's it. so many logistics to you right. know having a baby at 16, they can't do all of them in like right, right. Yeah. 22 minutes. I kind of wanted to see Mary cry. I know I wanted something emotional, or I wanted something emotional from Dorothy, like Dorothy, Dorothy recognizing. I like how this ended. I really like how this episode ended. But I, I, I kind of if they were going that for that parallel between Dorothy and Mary, I wanted more of an emotional response from Dorothy. Mm-hmm. We could have spent less time on the Meryl story. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Definitely. Could have sure. spent. That whole bit where Sophia was explaining about the wine and everything could have been replaced by Dorothy realizing that the parallel. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was odd to have two, the A and B storylines are totally separate things that don't interact yeah. at no. all. Yeah. Yeah. It was just sort of like. Not at all. Yeah. Never. Ex- Two yeah, very crazy things happening to them mm-hmm. in the span of 24 hours. Yes. It literally is, yeah, within 24 yeah. hours. Well, and so then the he comes over and he says that he accepts her and that he's going to be there for her. It's and really uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. It doesn't it's feel like so. It doesn't. I don't. I don't think the male actors may be bad. I don't know. I, but it's all. I, once again, I think this is this is it's this is where the show. I think the show really. Um, uh, it ages really well, yeah. But just just the format and the way they they did TV back then, it's just so you know. So many episodes of TV had to have those serious moments yeah. from time to time, mm-hmm. where or even every episode there'd have to be some moment where someone tells someone else they love them or yeah. something. Yeah. What if the viewers don't feel love? Yeah. I.e. myself. Yeah. Um, no, but like <laughs> it's it's a really uncomfortable scene. It's also so unbelievable because it's so quick. I mean, yeah. Dorothy right. goes over. She tells him some dumbass story from yeah. Minnesota. Soda yeah. from St. Olaf, and he goes, you're right. And he comes over and says, I love you. Let's be together. It's you know, it kind of remi- reminds me of if you ever work in customer service, you have to watch a training video. Yes. <laughs> and whenever there's like a really angry customer, as long as you say the follow the rules, yeah. the customer's like, well, thank you very much. <laughs> and they never stay mad, you know. And then it, it was it was kind of like that. He kicked her out, and then Dorothy's like, eh, well, you should be nice. He's like, okay, I love you. And then they yeah. just go home. That's yeah. 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 It would take a long time for, I don't know. We watched training videos the other night. <laughs> Brent came over, Brent and Elliot came over to my place Saturday night, and we drank we a, a YouTube night. We we drank a lot of alcohol and just watched a lot of YouTube. Oh, it was yeah, did so you watch great. any like Costco haul videos or anything? No, we watched um, a Wendy's, some uh, Susan Sontag, Susan clips. Sontag clips. Oh, 
We watched a lot of breath. James breath, Van Prague. Breathanarians. Uh, Breathanarians. Breathanarians. They, they, they can live off light. Yeah. We, we we really did a deep dive. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It felt right. It felt right. It felt. It, it did feel we good. We looked for we looked for videos of Danny from Real World. Oh New God. Orleans. We were trying to like because he was like every gay kid's like dream oh, was God. Danny in Real was World so New Orleans. Perfect. There's nothing. There's nothing out there. There's like Which three. Is crazy. There's like three fucking videos of him. There's like one. And look at his video fucking face. Like that's a man He's you go really... after the nudes for. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. someone you put yeah. a lot of content out yeah. about. I want Alan, someone. I don't who's... think you've jerked off in 24 hours. <laughs> you <haven't>. are. <laughs> I want someone who's listening to this today. episode to to just make a list and send it to us of all the TV shows that Brent has <laughs> <Yeah>. mentioned <laughs> that aren't the Golden Girls in this episode. Well, okay, so the episode ends with the dad. Um, the, the, he's he's leaving with Mary, and he turns to Dorothy. And he's like, "Hey, Dorothy. Also." Thanks for the Saint Olaf. He says maybe we can uh, maybe we can get together sometime. You can tell me more about Saint Olaf. Sounds, Sounds like, like a, a really... great place to raise a daughter. Yeah, and then he closes the door. But B. Arthur does this awesome, awesome thing where she like she shame almost, walk. She has a shame like, walk where her shoulders are dipped and like her arms are just by her side. Her head's she's kind not of moving. Down. It's, a, it's she really the physicality of what she's doing here says. Everything and it gets an audience laugh, you know, because they all get it. And then well, at the Rose end, too, because she's beaming. There. Yes, oh, like, Rose. she's so happy. Yeah. She's so happy. <laughs> and then uh, right before, right before she's about to go into the kitchen, uh, Dorothy turns around and says. I was desperate. <laughs> and then she does this like dramatic sort of like head back theater door opening thing where she just opens the door <laughs> and moves in. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's episode. Amazing. That's, that's the, the episode. episode. Um, uh, I don't. I don't. This is not. This, this is an episode, episode that I would definitely skip if I, I was on the DVD and I like was watching episodes with friends. <laughs> Had a, fu- a couple funny lines, but it's definitely it a weird one. It's a weird structure yeah. of the episode. Yeah, I don't really, but I still like it. I still like it a lot. It's no yeah. Forgive Me, Father, or A Little Romance. No, it's not any of the classics. It's like, it's like, a, it's it's like a dream. It's like one of those episodes that ends and it turns out it's a dream. Yeah, you're just like I don't really know what I got. What I don't want. I don't know what. There is to get from this, yeah. You know, Jesse, since you're such like you're a big Golden Girls fan, what is like what's an episode that stands out as one of your favorites? Uh, Tough question. I was just thinking of the. Uh, I'm not gonna you ask know, you. I don't know if it's my favorite. <laughs> I like the one when they go to jail because they're going to go see the yes. Burt uh, yeah. the Burt Reynolds because it's such a funny like eighties yes. thing like these these ladies that are hot to trot for. Yeah. Reynolds and then I just and some of the jokes are funny. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the best jokes I think of the series is when um, Dorothy says I did time at Attica and then the woman says that's a men's prison and then Dorothy responds I know it took him three years to figure it out <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. it's amazing it's, it's, it's such a perfect line yeah, yeah I love yeah. it it's a great episode it's a super great should episode should we do our GTs yeah so um, at the end of every episode we do a golden takeaway it's a nugget <laughs> of truth or inspiration <laughs> That you can apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. We'll start so you have an example. You said that like you were high. You're like, so you have an example. I'll start. So, because I'm always ready for this. Uh, my golden takeaway from this episode is I don't want to encourage sexual activity among 16 year olds. Um, and I definitely want to encourage safe sexual activity among uh, 16-year-olds. That said, 
I want to encourage a more diverse and perhaps safe sexual expression that you can have between two people at that age without fearing an STD engaging in your life in terms of like HIV or maybe yep. a child, which is yeah, also yeah. another form of an STD. Um, so like practice oral sex. Practice heavy petting. If you're dry using humping. dry humping, if you're using a condom and you feel like maybe that's something you would be interested in, try anal. You know, like it's, sure. it's you're, you're going to be fine with yeah. anal. There's no pregnancy with anal. I mean, if you're put using on a condom, two condoms, put two on three condoms. condoms. Yeah, maybe finger play, something. Sure. I mean, there's so many things you can do. Alan's literally trying to come right now. <laughs> <laughs> and your uh, mom's listening. Uh, My mother loves this shit. And I love your mother. Yes, yes. Even though I haven't met her yet. She's amazing. But I will. Um, What's your golden takeaway, Carrie? Um, Well, there was a line at the end of, the very end of the episode where um, Blanche, or where Rose tells Mary that she's signed them up for a mime class because they didn't have um, room in the Lamaze class, which made me think that I feel like I may want to try a mime class because. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't be that To me, it's, well, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, when you are afraid of looking stupid and you have a hard time embracing it. I feel like if I were to take a mime class, I would be forced to do things that I would normally hold back from doing. Cause I'd be afraid that I would look dumb. Mm. So I feel like it would kind of let me like, you know, just like let loose and let go. And, and then maybe in yeah. life, you know, sometimes, That's you know, I'll different. dance like no one's watching. That's where we're that different. Kind of I don't ever, I don't ever fear of looking dumb. Like, I don't, I, it doesn't bother me, like, coming, if someone doesn't But for me, me like, go, like, going to a mime class and performing, like, a mime in front of other people, like, if they single you out one by one, okay, now you be trapped in the box, now you be pulling the rope, that's something I'd be like, oh, yeah. so stupid, we all look so stupid, and I would, wouldn't want to do it, but. Yeah, see, I would do it, but then I would make it known that it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's or fair. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would participate and not worry about what people thought, but at the same time make it known. This is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I used to disclaimer every question I asked in high school with, this is dumb, but. <laughs> uh, but I actually, I genuinely thought I was smarter than everyone else in the class. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't about me. I usually it was thought just that like, too. If this happens to be dumb, let me cover my bases. Otherwise, I'm going to blow everyone away with this question. No wonder we're friends. Because I, you know, it was as I got older, I started realizing, okay, there are other people who are just as smart. You're not special. You're not special. (laughs) Right. It's an important thing to remember. Uh, Golden takeaway, you guys. Who wants to take the first one? Brent can go first. Brent can go first. You know, I was was thinking about this, uh, and I'm not good at improv. But, Mm. um, but I, you know, I guess, honestly, uh, in, in the world of... Online dating now and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess my take uh, my takeaway from this would be, uh, you know, sometimes anonymous communications is better. Yeah, because yeah, I, the, the the person doesn't have your address. The person doesn't have. Uh, if I'm going to meet, uh, yeah, a fella from Grinder or um, Tinder or something, Craigslist. I always get. <laughs> Once, uh, <laughs> I always get coffee first because yeah. you never know who's gonna come into your house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless I unless I can clearly take him. Yeah, you know, or you can get his phone number and then look him up on Facebook. Right. Yeah. That that that's enough too. Yeah, I've done that a lot. <clears throat> Jesse. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking. Yeah, it is weird that no one was mad at Blanche for luring that. Yeah, bringing a potential murderer <laughs> yeah. into the house. She didn't She's apologize. Like, <laughs> yeah. like she, she didn't apologize. She right? almost. Got, yeah, it was crazy. You know, and then she like sat right down and said, 
what she's wearing, and no one was like, Blanche, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> you just almost got us all killed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's like, yeah. ah, I'm wearing it. Yeah. That's a uh, really good point. Yeah. Um, That's so almost yeah. a great golden takeaway. Yeah. 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 So don't, uh, you know, be careful who you uh, pen pal with. Yeah. You know, be don't, careful uh, who your you know, friends if you're 16, are. try not to get pregnant. But Did you ever pen pal? You no. No. Never. Yeah. I think in the early, uh, you know, in the late 90s when you first get on the net and you go into like IM and type in, find somebody who likes a band and they're yeah. like, I like this band. And they're like, me too. I live in Florida. And then you talk for five minutes, like something yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Right. Nothing. Uh, Guys, we also didn't talk about the fact that Sophia believed that Fred and Mary's dog ate her friend Ida. Yeah, that That's was a true. weird. That's true. This that, episode was weird, Brad. You're right. It feels like it was a dream. It, it was like, like it was a, yeah. we had a dream about a Golden Girls episode that was like, you know, like you recognize the people, but it's not really them. It's a, it's a sloppy I mean, That's a one. pretty brutal, like, Riff that like she really thought that dog ate her, her friend, friend. Also, ate and was gonna friend. eat her. <laughs> Think about that death. That's a that's a horrible way to die. I yeah. Oh, I I was blowing my nose. I I wasn't a dog. It was a person. It was a person. It was her friend. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And I that do. dog seemed pretty nice. That's that why when she sat nice. down and, and the dog, dog came out, it was a Doberman. I do worry about dying in she my sleep or Fraser eating my face, which is like face. the scary eighties sure. dog. Right. Yes. It was always a Doberman or yeah. a Rottweiler. Yeah. 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 Was it right? Always wow. those. Yeah, anyway, that well, was that the was thing. the episode, guys. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so much for yeah, being here. Thank yeah, you thank so you much for having us. Where can us. people find you guys? You can just find me on Instagram, Mr. Brent Sullivan. Mm, send them nudes. I guess uh, Twitter at Jesse Pop. Yeah, and, and you, you have a great podcast that people should oh, check yeah, out. I do. <laughs> yes. I do. It's called Completely Obsessed. I have been a guest on it twice. Okay. I haven't. Twice. She hasn't. She hasn't. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much oh, for being here. I really me. appreciate yeah, it. Really fun. If I'm, you guys are following along with the podcast, the oh, yes. next episode we'll be watching is Great Expectations. Mm, look forward to that. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And I'm Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. And you guys can follow the podcast at outonthelanai.com. We are at Golden Girls Pod on Twitter and we are uh, facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast. Yeah, and if you guys want to give us a donation, you can because we need them. Uh, it's outonthelanai.com slash donate. You can set up a one-time donation or a monthly donation. We partnered with Patreon so you can set that up. And we really appreciate it. It goes to covering all kinds of things with hosting the podcast yep. and putting on live shows and all kinds of stuff so we really appreciate all the support and if you guys can't donate but you want to support the podcast you can go to itunes and rate and review us because that is also super helpful and as usual please keep up sending us all the amazing twitter messages facebook messages we love reading them and chatting with you guys so please please keep it up because otherwise we'll feel very insecure about ourselves oh that's too late for that it's already happening but guys Thank you so much for listening, and as always, remember, stay stay golden. golden!